0: Live and local on AM 770 KTTH, your independent conservative host, Todd Herman, welcomes you to... The Todd Herman. Show. This issue of climate change, which I, which in my view is the greatest global threat, and we're about to, we're about to have more deaths in a year in the globe because of climate change than all of world all of the world wars in the last hundred years combined. We're about to face a time when we have more deaths because of climate change. Matt Dowd, ladies and gentlemen, a fixture of leftist media, certainly not issuing panic porn on this day, the day the Lord has made, these times in which God has decided we shall live. Thankfully, there's a guy I know who can swoop right into this conversation and set the record straight on that. Bad teachers,
1: madness of unionism. Yeah, it's warm. It might even uncomfortably warm. That's life. Deal with it. Shut up about it. Caliban aren't majestic. I've learned that. Nobody is allowed to say my name. Bungie! Oh, I am going down! The cord cut. My hands did not
0: touch the water! I'm springing up near the bridge! Free fall again! Down near the water! I did it! I want to apologize that we still don't have Tom Tom Petty's "Free Fall" in there. <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> it's well. You. I mean, it's, it's there's, always the <laughs> there's always the future. Always time for things to get better. What's going which, on? What a great Friday sure. morning this is! It is. I just wanted to make sure. I think Matt Dowd was referencing well, this you here. Issue was, of climate
0: change, which I, which in my view, is the greatest global threat, and we're about to we're about to have more deaths in a year. In the globe, because of climate change. How does that work? How does he count those deaths? Is that Do they have uh, surveillance techniques, or um, they're just tracking everybody's Fitbit? How do they do that, Dory? That's an amazing act of, of science. As the kids I'm
1: more say. convinced than ever that the mask and the vaccine mandates are not for public health, but they are just a prelude of what is to come, because if if they now say, That climate change is the greatest existential threat that the planet faces, because they were saying that about the coronavirus. And now they're going to be able to transition right after this into climate change after we've been softened up for a couple of years of our rights being peeled away. And then they can continue to peel and strip away those rights and freedoms uh, because we've been softened. By their incrementalism. You know, it's like a boxing match. You go to the body, you go to the body. They've been going to the body for almost two years now. And eventually you lower your gloves, and that's when, bam, they come in with that knockout punch. And so I think that's what uh, this is all about, Todd. I'm convinced of that. So
0: you're not saying, for instance, that we would have the CDC director, the boss lady, uh, Rochelle Walensky, um, now talking about, oh, I don't know, Just maybe guns.
1: This is actually a stunning moment that a director of the CDC is even talking about this issue, is even using the word guns. It hasn't happened in years and years. (gasps) Every day we turn on the news and there are more young people dying. I swore to the president and to this country that I would protect your health. Um, This is clearly one of those moments, one of those issues that is harming America's health. But there's a reason why your predecessors didn't address
0: it. Now, you're not suggesting that they're going to use emergency status to maybe lock us in our homes or, or 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 change how far we can drive or what cars we must drive and to maybe come along and scoop up our guns, which, of course, are causing the disease of, of quote, gun violence.
1: Right. Well, if, if you heard what they're doing in their six states in Australia, have you heard what they're doing in the state of South Australia now? Oh, you
0: mean where they're pulling people over because they're 5K outside of their 5K distance from their home and
1: arresting them for inciting? Well, it's uh, it's in oh, addition oh. to that. Oh, okay. They... Tell my audience about this. Yes, I do know. Okay. They, they've developed an app, and everyone will be forced to download this app it also has geolocation and you're going to have to take a picture of yourself to prove that you are in the location that your app says you're in and if you're not then the police are going to come out and come after you which i still don't know how that works if you're not where you're supposed to be i don't know where the cops are going to go to look for you but you know australia great example that was the first country that took away our guns their guns Uh, People don't have any defense now against a roughshod government. And so now they have to take a picture at random times. They'll get a text at random times and then have to send a picture into the government to prove they are where they claim to be. And they're okay with that. And and this is, and it's all in the name of, of public safety. The gun safety was an emergency, so they confiscated the guns. Now this is a public health crisis, and what are they going to do next? It's like Australia started out as a penal colony, and it's reverting back to its origin.
0: You and I uh, mind melded on something early on, and that was the move that we saw in the separate country of Washington State and Seattle to track drivers wherever they go and to charge you. You were the first to say on the radio, charge you every inch you drive. And I came along and had some of the people like Rima Griffith on. She was with the Washington State Transportation Commission. She lied to my face on my radio show. I said, you've already made the decision to do this. You intend to have blackmail pricing. So, you you know, one day your work – your, your, your drive to work is 100 bucks, like there and back, 50 each way. It's already happening in D.C. Right. Dory, they're going to do that by force. It's going to be in the cars. And uh, personally, me, I'll hack the car. I, I, I'm not participating. But you think Australians, they're going to say, I don't want to take my picture at random moments. You know what the government's going to say next, right? Hmm. Well, why don't we just put a device in you?
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> no, I can't even believe you and yeah. I have in this conversation. But it's the same thing that they've done with the cars. Oh, you don't want to go to the DMV every three months and have us look at your odometer. Right. You don't want to. You don't want to stand in line every three months in your car. Oh, well, we'll just put a device in your car. How How would they not then say? Well, let's just you know, you wear a Fitbit anyway. Let's just put one in your brain. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Let's right. get those
1: chips going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can you honestly step back for a second? You and I are friends outside of the radio show. I'd like to think that I, I, I consider you a friend. Let's you and I take a breath for a second. <laughs> can you believe in the United States of America on commercial mainstream radio, you and I, who I think are pretty careful about what we say, we want to be trustworthy. Can you believe that you and I can see this on the horizon? How uh, can, can do you ever step back and go, dear God, where are we?
1: Well, I can believe it because I, you know, I'm very proud. I found out in 2001. I had a source that talked about they would have a transponder in every car by 2021. It was a 20-year plan. Now, because of COVID, they're running a couple years behind schedule. But I had a source who was in the meeting, and then I had Governor Gregoire lie to me about it. She was in the meeting. And, and yes, so I knew back then it just doesn't take much to project what's going to happen in the future. Uh, It's it's always going in the same direction, and that is to take away freedom and liberties from us. And that is the, the mania of the left now. That's what we're saying. So, yeah, well, all you have to do is project out what is going to be the most damaging thing to your sovereignty. and And that's what's going to happen in the next few years if we don't stop it. But we have control to stop it. Well, it, it, we have to exert this control
0: in so many ways. I know you've got some examples of teachers. Um, I've been all over the perverse pornographic sex ed and the critical race theory, as have you. I've been suggesting to parents some things on how to guard their kids because the school year is starting. It's starting in Seattle in the separate country of Washington State. It's starting around the country. So let's take a traffic break. Alex, we'll do that. We'll come back with Dory, talk about some of these teachers, what's going on in some of the classrooms, and then – I'll present to him some of my ideas. Dory can present some of his and how we protect our kids through these circumstances. Plus, I do want to run by Dory, some of the local crime stories we've been covering. Dory Monson with us. Uh, We'll come back right after we check traffic. Let me just say this, that you are going to have a chance coming up um, in this program in the next probably 30 minutes before the end of this hour to win four tickets to the Seattle Mariners salute to armed forces night. Stay tuned on this. I'm going to tell you how to do that. You're going to have a chance to call in and win these. It's an extraordinary game. The Mariners mean this with their whole heart. So stay there. We're going to get to that. Dory's with us. Um, the All over the country, there are parents now protesting the woke mass diktats, protesting the critical race theory, protesting the perverse pornographic sex ed obsessed over by Chris Reykdahl and others. Um, he's the boss of government schools in Washington State. You yourself, obviously, you worked in the schools. You're a very successful basketball coach. Your wife is a, is a
1: brilliant teacher. What are you seeing in the schools, Dory? Well, what I'm saying is such a single-minded worldview, and it's a far-left one. I'll I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, Alex is going to play a couple clips that I've used this week to illustrate this point. This is the Antifa teacher who had an Antifa flag in his classroom uh, talking to Project Veritas about what he wants to do with these kids. Like I I have an Antifa flag on my my wall, um, and a student complained about that.
0: And you said it made them feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what he's you. <laughs> like, Maybe you shouldn't be aligning with the, the values that it, this is antithetical
1: to. So. Okay, so the values that are antithetical to Antifa are the traditional nuclear family, a strong father, leading families, and the patriarchy. Uh, Church, religion, any faith is antithetical. And Antifa, they are the fascists. Because if you don't think like them, they will reject you. And then here's one more, Todd. There's a teacher who removed the US flag from her classroom. Okay, so during third period we have announcements and they do the Pledge of Allegiance. I always tell my class, stand if you feel like it, don't stand if you feel like it, say the words if you want, don't have to say the words so my class decided to stand but not say the words, totally fine except for the fact that my room does not have a flag, it used to be there, but I took it down during COVID because it made me uncomfortable and um, I packed it away, and I don't know where, and I haven't found it yet. (laughs) But my kid today goes, hey, um, it's kind of weird that we just stand, and then, you know, we say it to nothing. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got to find it. Like, I'm working on it. I got you. (laughs) In the meantime, I tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he, like, looks around, and he goes, oh, that one? Okay, that one was the Gay Pride rainbow flag. So this teacher has her kids say a Pledge of Allegiance to the Gay Pride flag. She stole the U.S. flag. Taxpayers paid for it. She stole it. She says she doesn't know where it is. I'm guessing she hasn't disposed of it properly. But she, and here's the thing about this, time, She recorded that, what we just heard, and posted it on TikTok. Thinking that nobody would even have a question about having her kids say Pledge of Allegiance to the gay flag Because she is surrounded every second of every day when she goes to the teacher staff room She's surrounded by like-minded people who congratulate her for that and say oh that is so cool I'm gonna do that in my classroom, too and not thinking that maybe by posting this for all the world to see, there would be some people, some patriots, who are a little bit upset about that. And now she's been suspended, will likely be fired. The Antifa teacher uh, is in the process of being fired. and they. But they're in such an insular world, and this just shows how monochromatic uh, an education our kids get. There are a lot of wonderful teachers, but there are a lot of people who get in the profession just to indoctrinate our children. And in fact, on my show this afternoon, on uh, 97.3, I have undercover audio of a teacher in our state, uh, near the Canadian border, who uh, instructs kids, if you have a gun or drugs in your bag, and one of your friends has tipped off the teacher, and they call you into the office, what should you do? And the teacher says, Run. Run as fast as you can. Run until you're off campus because the police have a much higher bar to clear for probable cause than the principal. Uh, the principal can open your bag. The police cannot without probable cause. And he says, it's much better to get a three-day suspension than to catch a gun charge. And that's how the teacher is instructing the kids to go through life. And I'll play the play the audio of that this afternoon. It's pretty amazing. It's, it is incredible that there
0: are parents who can't get their kids out of the government schools and, and many parents want their kids out. There's been districts in the country, Dory, I've read that there's been 20 to 30 percent decreases in student enrollment. Parents intending to homeschool huge, huge percentage of black people deciding to homeschool their kids, which makes all the sense in the world for all parents, but particularly for black parents because the way that the tax system is set up they there's a book called Savage Inequality that talks about property taxes underfunding these schools. These kids are prey for these for these you know radical teachers who want to tell black kids you're a victim it can never be helped. you can never achieve because white people will steal everything right. so i've been telling my audience a couple of things number one, dads need to be on speed dial so in, in terms of critical race theory, if a teacher calls you a racist because you're white. Very racist. You should call your dad and have your dad go down to the school. I'm, I'm not kidding. I don't care about asking for appointments. It's not about violence at all. Don't do that. I don't sponsor that. It's about the dad walking into the classroom going, hey, did you call my son a, a racist? Yeah, you, teacher, did you call my son a racist? On the perverse pornographic sex ed. I want... Mm-hmm parents to tell all their kids no decent adult wants to wants to give you advice on how to stimulate yourself or how to stimulate another or how to have sex no decent adult does that if that happens you call me i'll kind call nine one one, and then i would tell the cops i'm going to the school you could meet me there or not but i'm going Mm -hmm. so what what do you what do you sponsor in terms of parents protecting their kids in this insane environment
1: Here is the one thing that I would recommend to make the biggest improvement in our schools. It would be very inexpensive, but just like cops wear body cams. And the great cops that I know... They love the body cams because they know that the way they do their job, it's not going to indict them of anything. It's going to acquit them of false charges against them. And I do believe, and the one benefit of this insane remote learning in the last year and a half is a lot of parents' eyes have been opened as they watched over their child's shoulder and saw the Zoom lessons and saw how lazy some of the teachers are. They saw how radicalized some of the teachers are. And that's why so many are homeschooling, I believe the single greatest thing we could do to improve our schools is to mandate a camera with audio in every single classroom so we can hear what the teacher teaches on a daily basis. And then they will will have the scrutiny of their parents available every single day, and I think the, the teachers would be a lot more frightened to try to indoctrinate kids if the parents Saw and heard exactly how they're doing it on a daily basis
0: no and i've i've been I've been advocating that for years cameras in the classroom, et cetera. I want all the curriculum on a stored drive there's no it's insanity that we a- allow. Curriculum companies to say, oh, parents can't have copies of the curriculum because it's only licensed to the schools. This is the game they play. They, they play along with this. But prior to the school, the, the cameras getting installed. I want parents in the classroom. I want them in there on a random basis. Do you, George, do you think that the schools should be able to say to parents, you, you have to ask permission to come and observe a classroom?
1: I'm a little torn on that because... When I was coaching in the public schools my my practices were not open to the parents, not because I had anything to hide in fact, I, I would have gladly allowed a camera in because I never talked to the kids. In a way that I'd be ashamed of. It was always positive, uplifting. Uh, that's, that's the way that you motivate kids the best. But, uh, but, but too often I saw kids play into their parents' eyes instead of to, you know, their coaches in that example. I don't know if it'd have the same effect with teachers. I know that there are a lot of volunteer parents in the elementary schools and a lot of teachers welcome that. Uh, whether it'd work at higher levels, if, if you just don't want too much of a level of disruption from that so that's why i'd like the camera idea better but yeah i i I need to think about that a little more it's not a bad idea i am not familiar with the circumstance where um
0: some adult that i don't really know comes along and says hey i'm gonna go ahead and take your kid in a room and teach him some things and you are not allowed to watch
1: yeah Yeah, that that would probably not be a healthy thing. I know we're almost out of time. Can I share with your audience? Because somebody's going to take this idea and run with it. I came up with a great idea on my my show yesterday. Okay. And this this is just my free bonus for anybody who wants to make a a million bucks in the next week or two. Right. Did you hear they're requiring masks at the Puyallup Fair now? Yes. Okay, the biggest fair in the state, they're requiring masks. I'm thinking about... Going to the fair, setting up my own booth. I'm going to go buy about 2,000 elephant ears. And then I'm going to put a piece of string on each side of the elephant ear. You can wrap it behind your head. The elephant (laughs) ear (laughs) will be your mask. Yes. And you can slow, if you have the willpower, you can time it out so the last bite of your mask is just as you're walking out the exit gate at the end of a day at the fair. What do you think?
0: To make it, it. happen? It, yes, and it will be every bit as good as every other useless woke mask at stopping the COVID. Great idea. Trademark, Dory and Noon to Three Car Radio. Go with God's good grace story. Thank you. See you, Todd. Have a good weekend.